Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I can tell you this, you know, watching some of the football games over the weekend, especially the uh, the games involving this, the Florida schools, uh, certainly last night people fresh in everybody's mind with Florida State holding on to beat LSU. Uh, But uh, on Saturday, a lot of people in the swamp, you know, maybe not Gator fans, but a lot of people around the country felt that Utah was just too much, probably because of a night game they wouldn't wilt under the heat. But I think they forgot to check in with the Gators, who have a lot of talent and a lot of playmakers. Certainly there's a long way to go, but beating a Utah team is something that a lot of people will use as a stepping stone. Uh, the, the season's long. It's going to be filled with outstanding uh, teams along the way, but certainly the Gators off to a great start. And Corey Bender, a senior writer and recruiting analyst for Gators Online and On3 Sports, is kind enough to join us to talk about uh, what happened on Saturday evening. Corey, thanks so much for taking the time. Wow. Uh, Gator fans are happy for once. Yeah, no, it, I thought it was kind of interesting, Larry, because I know uh, Utah was ranked seventh, right? They had all the accolades coming in, but I kind of put in my prediction. I picked Florida to win that game 24-21. I think it's a score right, but I picked Florida because I always say in the, that week one, you can almost throw, I mean, preseason rankings and kind of expectations out the window just because of the early season hiccups. And I thought, like you said, the humidity playing at Florida – um, not only playing in Florida, but playing at the Swamp at night. You, you knew Billy Napier's debut that it was going to be a crazy atmosphere, and I thought that was going to be the X factor. I thought if this game was week three or week four or you know somewhere down the line, I would have picked Utah. It just happened to be I thought it was the perfect timing for Florida to kind of get a big victory and um, you know big victory of a ranked team, but also to get some momentum going because you know it's a team that there's it, it could have went either way for Florida this year for a lot of people's expectations. I mean. A lot's you know been put on Anthony Richardson to be you know in the Heisman conversation, a top draft pick, but they're also replacing a lot of key guys. Um, so I, I thought this season can kind of go any way, but Florida, I think it was just it was perfect timing to play a, a good team, and they'll probably build up their confidence going forward into a tough schedule. Corey, you mentioned Anthony Richardson. Here's a kid that we remember coming out of high school right there in the Gainesville area. 
certainly somebody that a lot of people said, you know what, when he puts it all together, he's going to be really interesting to watch. And I'll tell you what, Saturday night, he was very interesting to watch. He extended plays. He made plays. I think he really gave this program a shot in the arm uh, uh, from the offensive standpoint. Talk about his overall performance and what you what you expected going into the game, and then uh, you know looking out after the game and seeing what he accomplished. What what kind of struck you about that? Yeah, I thought overall it was kind of what I expected. I mean, I thought there might have been a few more mistakes, uh, but overall he's fairly efficient and. I think it was his efficiency that really surprised me because we all know he's an explosive kid, very strong arm. Um, there's a lot. I mean, he passes the eye test. He's a big kid, but you always expect okay, maybe the key might have you know three touchdowns, but maybe one pick or one of those early, like I said, early season hiccups. But he really came in with a lot of confidence. I thought throwing the ball. I mean, he had three rushing touchdowns, and we all know how explosive he is. He's a big guy in the open field. You can't just arm tackle him. You really got to break him down and wrap up. But what really impressed me was his poise, uh, especially towards the end of the game. But also, his, his arm strength, I have always knew it was strong. But, man, there were some times in that game where he's rolling out and you, you, that ball has to get the receiver quickly, um, you know, just depending on where the first down marker is, where the defender's closing in. And he was really fitting the ball in very quickly in tight windows. Um, and that really impressed me because he has the raw talent. We know if you know if you push him out of the pocket, you better you know bring some defenders up because he can make you pay and pick up twenty yards in a hurry. Right. Uh, but I thought he looked like uh, he looked like who he was supposed to be and where all these a lot of these NFL draft analysts kind of view him. Um, and it was his confidence, and you know I think he's just putting it all together. I know in previous years Emory Jones was starting, and both quarterbacks would be kind of looking over their shoulder because there was no. I mean Emory would have a tough game, and everyone would say put in Richardson, but. Richardson, right. I'm sure, never really felt like the guy under Mullen because of Emory. So I thought, you know, with no one kind of looking, with him not looking over his shoulder, I think helped too. It let him settle in. And, yeah, it really impressed me. And, you know, the receivers stepped up too. Xavier Henderson had six receptions. And Ricky Pearsall, um, the receiver too, that transferred from Arizona State, he really, they needed a kid to step up that's kind of what has good experience and quality. He's been productive in previous years. Right. And he really stepped into that role. Corey, now you and I talked plenty in the in the preseason and the offseason about some of the things that needed to be worked on. What on mm-hmm. offense do you think was the biggest surprise the other night? Something in a positive way that you said, you know what, I wasn't so sure if this uh, running backs, quarterbacks, receivers, uh, linemen were going to really step up, but they did. Yeah, I would say that, I mean, you could go receivers and running backs for different reasons, but... I'll go with running backs, and it was the newcomers. Naquan Wright started the game and looked really good. Um, they relied on him early. He was picking up chunks of yardage. We all know what he can do in the passing game. Um, but it was the newcomers. Um, you know, you know Trevor Etienne, you know, the younger brother of Travis Etienne. Right. Um, he's a true freshman. Kind of has that bowling ball type-ish frame, you know, more thick, lower body, uh, more a power guy. But I thought he looked extremely fluid. Um, and really explosive in the open field. And that's just, when you watch him on tape in high school, I mean, he's an explosive kid, but that's not that's not at the very top of his strengths. But, you know, they relied on him late in the game, and, you know, he had a fumble late in the fourth quarter, and luckily he, he recovered it. But he looked good. And then also Montrell Johnson, the transfer from Louisiana, who's very productive with the Raging Cajuns, but, you know, this is a whole other type of uh, level of competition coming to the SEC. Um, and, you know, him, seeing him play, um, he looked really good too. He had an early, he had a first quarter fumble that really 
kind of really kind of killed Florida's momentum, but they relied on him. And, I, you know, Napier didn't lose faith in those guys. He kept playing them. And the young guys at running back were the ones that shined late in the game rather than uh, Naquan Wright as a starter, but these younger guys stepped up. And I think right now you look at that running back room, I always knew there's a lot of talent in there, but I think you got to be pretty confident if you're Jabbar Jalik, the running backs coach. You have a lot of guys you can rely on going forward. Or who had, um, you know, they struggled, but they bounced back and kind of battled through adversity. I think that was needed. No doubt. Corey Bender, senior writer and recruiting analyst at Gators Online and On3 Sports, joins us. And Corey, on the defensive side of the ball, I was really impressed. A lot of speed. Uh, they flew to the ball. This wasn't an easy Utah uh, up front. I believe they had four seniors starting. Yep. So they have experience up front. They had a quarterback who's, what, been around forever. Uh, they have receivers who are reliable. And the Gators held them to uh, to basically nothing. Uh, talk about that and, and who may have stood out for you on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. You know, Brent Cox, he was the SEC Defensive Player of the Week, and he's known he's known as an edge rusher, a guy of sack specials. But he had, you know, he had on the on the on the evening, he had about ten tackles, and that was the one thing with him is, you know, when he's not getting sacks, how does he contribute? Is he wrapping up in space when it comes to the run defense? And I thought that was a big. That's what he had to prove on this offseason. Rather be a more well-rounded player. He obviously proved that in Week One and. It's funny, you always hear week one because always Florida will usually open up against kind of a smaller competition. But against a Utah team, he really stepped up. And, you know, Ventrell Miller, who I've always been a fan of, you know, he came back for he could He was contemplating going in the draft last year, even though he was hurt for most of the year. Came back, and he's that throwback type of Mike Linebacker who really fills the gaps and provides that pop at the point of attack. And I was really impressed with him, too, coming off an injury. He had some key moments uh as far as some big hits, they got the crowd going. They had some tackles in space. And, um, you know, Amari Bernie, he's the one that got the game-stealing interception in the end zone. And I, I'm very happy for that kid. You know, I covered him in high school. A very nice kid. Comes from a great family. And he's one of those guys that I think Florida fans, you know, they're, I mean, you have some fans that get frustrated with this play and they're looking for the young guy to step up. But even with the new staff, it was earned. This wasn't, you know, Dan Mullen's obviously the one to recruit him to Florida. So the, coming in with a new staff, you have to earn to get out there. You know, there's nothing promised right. with the new staff. And he obviously did that. He's starting over some quality underclassmen. And, you know, and to see him have that moment, you know, and get the interception, it made me happy too. Just uh, just because I know he's one of those guys that kind of is up and down with the fan base. And it was good to see these upperclassmen really shine. And, you know, especially for a new defensive new coach and staff. No doubt. Corey, with uh, Miami playing Bethune and Florida State not playing until last night and UCF playing earlier in the week, a lot of the attention, a lot of recruits got an opportunity to come to the game. I saw a lot of, you know, because you scour the internet, whether it be Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and you'll see a lot of pictures being taken from the swamp. And that was important, too, because here a lot of those guys who were maybe the 24, 25 kids who are, you know, right now impressionable to everything, probably had the time in their life. Great crowd, uh, energetic crowd, a win. Uh, you know, I mean, those are the games that you go home and you go, wow, I want to be a part of it. Talk about that because I that's a win-win right there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, with Florida, they had, like you said, they had a jam-packed visitors list. And it's one of those games, you got, if you're Florida, you're kind of nervous, I would think, deep down because, you know, Utah's a tough team. You don't want to leave a bad first taste in some of these kids' mouths, especially these kids like Hermione McLean, 
you know, number one cornerback. And it's funny because Utah is ranked top ten, but I think most kids, obviously in Florida, they kind of laugh at that. But like, how's Utah going to be Florida? But Utah's a very, very quality team who came off sure. a really strong season. So to see the way it did, I think obviously if Florida would have blew out Utah, that would be great. But I think the way it ended, just with the emotion and them coming back and battling some adversity, I think that played even a bigger, um, made a bigger impact on these kids. Just knowing, wow, this new coaching staff, these young kids are playing, they're really going to fight until the end. And it was such a great first start for Billy Napier, and it was such a crowded weekend. And you had a lot of these guys, like even like you said, 2024s, um, you had TJ Capers down in your area in Miami who was in attendance. Uh, one of the best kids in that class really had a great impression on uh, Stacy Gage. He's another elite 2024 kid. I think the biggest thing I heard from every kid, I think it was for like five or six kids that told me that it was the best atmosphere they've ever been in for a college football game. And a lot of them, nice. you know, dating back to last year, they went to a lot of these games in the SEC and, you know, Ohio state and stuff. So I think that speaks volumes and that's kind of why I rolled with Florida as my prediction. I just thought the swamp was going to be electric that night. Just, you know, people, no you know how it is, these fans are always ready for football to come back, even in the spring. So to have a new coaching staff and then be in the swamp at night, I knew it was going to be electric. And not only did they get the, you know, the, uh, a very emotional victory, but they did it over a top 10 team with a bunch of recruits in attendance. So it, I think it was just a perfect combination for Florida. No doubt. Corey, obviously, all the Gator fans are on board. They're going to want to follow you now more than ever. I mean, they're going mm-hmm. to want to check you out on your uh, on Twitter and all your other outlets as far as well as your writing. Uh, give everybody an opportunity how to how to follow you on a daily basis. Yeah, so just Gators Online, you know, at Gators Online is our Twitter account, which we're tweeting about 30 or 40 times a day with stories and retweets. And uh, my Twitter account is Corey underscore Bender. And then we're obviously at Gators Online. It's GatorsOnline.com, and right now we're running a seven-day free trial. And I think if you're a Florida fan, you're not really on those type of sites. I mean, it's no risk. Just give us a try. And I think with all the, like you said, with recruiting at full heights right now and, you know, the team obviously coming off of the emotional victory, I think it's a perfect time to kind of, you know, team up with a site like that. So we'd love to have anyone who wants to jump on board. Good stuff, man. As always, thank you. You know, we'll be catching up with you a lot during the year. It looks like a great season ahead. And, uh, I'll tell you what, I was impressed. I really was impressed yeah. uh, with the Gators. And, you know, my guy is Naquan Wright, so I'm awfully happy to see Naquan continue to make a contribution. Absolutely, man. No, I always appreciate you having me on, Larry, and uh, I'll see you on the sidelines here probably hopefully in the coming weeks or coming months, man. Good stuff. Corey Bender uh, was kind enough to join us this evening. Uh Uh, From On3 Sports and Gators Online, certainly that was a big, big win in Gainesville. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.